Welcome to the Mechanical Room. A Centrotherm production focusing on all things in and around the HVAC industry. And now, your hosts, Michael Sakaris and Matthew Price. to the August episode of The Mechanical Room. I am your co-host, Matthew Price. With me, as always, Mike Sakaris. How are you doing today, sir? Uh, I'm doing good. Getting back on the road heavy for the rest of the year. It was a little uh, light this year in the summers. I tried to be home a little bit more. We had some foreign exchange student activity going on. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, you were getting around with them. I mean, you weren't traveling I was. I wasn't traveling for work, but uh, we... Montreal, uh, New York City, Boston. the yeah, greatest, you know, Six Flags of various places. What's uh, your favorite ride at Six Flags? Which Six Flags? You well, get. I don't know. The one that's in Lake George, right? Uh, the, there's the Six Flags in Lake George. I would say the Comet, which is the old wooden roller coaster. I want to Photoshop you like in one of those. Like, ah! <laughs> I may have like a real one. Uh, do, do you really? Do I might. I'd have to check. <laughs> well, I know it was your son's birthday, so that was when uh, we jumped the, up there. But you guys yes, are indeed. season ticket holders. We are. And you know that place well, I'm sure. Like all the people who sell like the sodas and I, stuff. I, like, oh, is this a Karis family I, I like it, but I don't know if I like the season holder part of it. I, I feel compelled <laughs> to go as often as I can. It's at least three or four times a summer, right? Oh, yeah, easy. And then we went to Six Flags up at La Ronde, up in Montreal, the New England. Oh. We're probably going to go back to New England, but. My uh, my wife and my kids are big, uh, you know, amusement park. Uh, Does Catherine ride the rides? Oh yeah, she absolutely oh, loves them. The wonderful. make you sick puke rides <laughs> in particular, which I avoid. Oh, you don't go on the upside down ones? No, I do not. Oh, like I upside down or backwards. So you're the bag holder at that point. Uh, yes, I just drink uh, drink sodas and water and just hold hold, 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 on, hold on to purses. Dad, yes. hold my sunglasses. Dad, hold my uh, my Nintendo Switch. And, and I'm on Instagram while yeah. they're on the rides. <laughs> Good, <laughs> you should be. Uh, you should be photo documenting their experience. Uh, I do some I'm of that sure. too, as well. You know, so you follow them around, paparazzi your own family. I'm sure your kids would love that. Your wife, maybe you know what I don't like though. Much. You know what I don't like is the carnival games. Well, there's and a my scam. son, they're a scam, like, of course. it just drives me freaking nuts. You know what I like to do? You're gonna laugh at this. You're gonna be like, Price. I know that this this sounds exactly like cotton candy. Nope, 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 nope. What? The the thing that I prefer to do, especially on a day, it's one thing if it's like a nice humid August day. I well, that I know you don't like. No, but I like when it's like a crisp fall, fall impending day. Right? Okay. When when the log flume itself is already a dubious decision. Yes, because it's cold and correct. Yes. So then I get a roll of quarters right. and I stand at the top of the thing and I spray people. That, that does kids. not that does not surprise me. <laughs> That's my favorite thing to do is drench strangers with the spray machine. <laughs> oh, that does not. <laughs> <laughs> that is not hard to fathom that that would be something that you would like it's, it's very priced it's by far my favorite 
Oh my goodness. We're kicking this episode off with quite the uh quite the uh enjoyment. They're pretty accurate. Like if you, they you, are. you get good at them, you can really like so a couple, you know, you need the the boats or whatever you want to call them. They need to kind of bounce correctly. Yeah. But if you bounce them correctly and time it correctly, you can saturate the living shit out of somebody and you don't even know who they are, but they signed up for it and it's all legal. I mean, we, you, know, you would pay just to do that to go. I, I didn't even go in the locker room. I don't want to get wet. <laughs> I'd say the whole oh thing just pump quarters into the water machine, just spray spray strangers. Okay. Um, they have it there for a reason, right? They guys like you. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm not gonna ask why it's such great pleasure for you. Well, it's it's I mean, just like hitting people that Yeah, spraying them. I mean it's it's like interact getting, you know. Do you run away like when they're getting no, off no, the no. ride? At the point, like, that was me. I gotcha. Like, look them right in the eyes. That's even better. <laughs> so with that said, uh, what what do we have in store for today? What's well, going on? Naturally, we have your favorite segment, of course. Show us your pipe. We'll be doing that. And then, of course, uh, we, we have another inspired guest. Very inspired. Our youngest one to date, I'm, Ever. I'm thinking. Aside from That's you, what, although Lucas has been on the show as well. So. Uh, yes, but he's not, not necessarily a guest. He's like a photobomb. Yes, yes. Not in any official capacity. Yes. So he, he just wandered into frame, kind of. Yes. Uh, he did the dance that time. He that did the, uh, the, what was it called? The gritty. That's it. The gritty. Uh, so we have Aiden Divalbis, who is currently attending trade school in Western Ohio. He's yes. from Eastern Ohio. And I mean, everybody knows Aiden, Aiden the kid. You know, he's, Aiden, you know, he's, he's um, made an impression uh, on Instagram for sure. Yeah, he's caught our attention. Absolutely. And he knows what he's talking about. And he man, does. is he, I mean, uh, he has a uh, vast knowledge already acing his classes ahead of time he knew the material before Plumbing, he showed up. hvac and electrical code which is amazing to me yeah jack of all trades and even better than that or related to that let's say he desires to impart that knowledge already he he's yeah. angling himself as a trainer as a as a teacher of this sort of stuff which is really honorable in my opinion obviously teachers uh, deserve all the respect because they bring up the next generation of, of is my of wife experts. in the lobby is that why you're uh you're what? saying that she, she's, she's a teacher. HVAC technician not a technician um, <laughs> so uh all teachers of course uh and but in particular he's his area of expertise is seemingly all of the trades let's say and the nice thing about aiden and you'll we'll interview him of course but you know he is very knowledgeable for someone of his age and he wants to do more and again that's why we he caught our attention why we have him here to talk about school and uh, the trades and education so we're, we're pretty happy to have him on yeah uh, um month. good dude really he's excited to come on he uh we, he and i have become friends you know we we chat all the time um he's uh you know you made his logo you know we're um just another friend we've made along the way which is really kind of speaks to some of the larger family elements that we are definitely going to talk about as well because he's part of that larger hvac family yeah. but for now do you want some pipe shown to you i want the show us your pipe winner i want it to be something special this month it's going to be something special this month no stranger to the central therm family either. is it who i think it is i know you were kind of priming me with some, oh yeah uh, some... oh, oh yeah let's get right to it all right let's see To 
my favorite part of the episode. Every month, I take great pleasure in reviewing the uh, various posts that people have made, the uh, DMs that we get with the installs. And Matthew, you said that this one was going to be special. It has diamond plate, I'm assuming, well, if, if it's special. Well, it has regular diamond plate and blue diamond plate. Is there such a thing? Orange diamond plate. This is a lifetime achievement award. Um, I'm not sure if um, if Impetus Plumbing and Heating is actually, if we've given them any official Show Us Your Pipe victories I don't know over, if we over have. the last three seasons, but it does matter because they are obviously like OG lifetime Legendary and what they know, do, folks. Yeah. And the two different, actually it's technically three, it might even be four different types of installations that are going on here um, are all at the Pro West in the in the in the nucleus or in the Pro West our rep. Yes, in the nebula. Shout that out is, to them of, of the Pro West training, you know, juggernaut, and they are they training are juggernauts. Uh, They've qualified for our TNT. Uh, yeah, they have. Fantastic, fantastic. We need to talk about that a little bit more as well. We'll get those uh, we signed up. So, anyways, Terrence and the gang out there, and that's Jason and Daryl and and a few more other legends of BC. In conjunction, it's a, it's with, a conglomerate of legends. Yes, and uh, and I'm I'm including Mike Horn in the legends and Jason, yeah, and absolutely. Ian and and all and all the Dan Smith. Are, we'll throw him. A yeah, too. Dan too. He's. Uh, I saw he was calling you a few minutes uh, ago. Yeah, 15, 16 times, um, <laughs> in a row, <laughs> like a like a like a stalker. I had my sound off. I'm sure it bounced back and forth. Stalker ex-girlfriend Jan, I think we call him. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyways, back to so show us your parents and the gang out there doing the most professional work. Uh, that, that exists that I that I know of. They stand second, you know, second to none or shoulder to shoulder with anybody. Look how clean these this the press fittings are, all these uh pumps in their different zones over here. Everything is just super, super sharp. And this is exactly what you'd want on both a training room and a training van. You ideally want to show people how it's done at the highest level, and that's just what this is. I mean, I can't thank these guys enough, both Pro West and Impetus out there for uh, you know just being all-stars, just being- Yeah, just it's, being it's a super install. And the painting of the diamond plate, we were joking, I did know, the painting of the diamond plate blue and orange, which is Pro West's uh, colors, that just elevated it another notch. It was pretty slick. Yeah, they're beautiful. It's it's just an incredible job. Those guys do great, great work. Um, I can't thank them enough for being on the team in general, all of these guys. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was just fantastic. Just, uh, I mean, what else can you say? Just look at the stuff. It's, yeah, it's, it's so sharp. Everything about it is super, yeah. super well done. Addy, Califactio, Taco on there. I'm assuming Webstone, it's Vega, I think was in there. Fittings, Webstone. And uh, there were some Tecmar, I believe, controls on there. Yeah, and these are just guesses because yeah. it zooms fast. Another thing that both ProWest and Impetus excel at is slick media. So yeah, it's zooming sure. past. It's very, very quick, but it is so, so sharp. Thank you for showing us your pipe. And congratulations. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and typically I reserve this for to to address the whole audience, but, but we have the number one safe venting enthusiast with us today. We do indeed. <laughs> so Aiden Divelbis is our guest today. He is an up-and-coming HVAC all-star. You've definitely seen his face here and there palling around with the top uh, influencers in the HVAC trades, a man about town at AHR now attending college in uh, Northeast Ohio, where he's studying to master the craft. Or is it not Northeast Northwest Ohio? Ohio. Northwest I'm in Lima. I'm, in, I'm from Northeast. East, uh, West, you know, he's it's travels, all the same. 
The only thing I know about Ohio is that it's round on the ends and high in the middle. Ooh, you've been waiting to use <laughs> yeah. that one for like a long time. I have. It's one of my go-tos. It's a, it's a favorite lyric of mine. Anyways, Mike Sakaris, please greet our guest, Aiden Divalbis. Welcome to the Mechanical Room. Uh, good morning, sir. It's a pleasure to have you. You're quite the uh, man of the uh, of the social media lately. You've captured our attention, and we're pretty impressed. Uh, so with that said, give us a little bit of information about who you are, what you're doing, how you got into the trades, and what inspired you to make a pretty strong, a lot of questions there, what inspired you to make just a massive presence on Instagram? And most importantly, has changing your Tinder bio to safe venting enthusiast provided, uh, you know, ha uh, happy returns. Uh, he is getting so many requests right now because of that. It, it's uh, amazing. Swiping right for with the exhaust flow, right? You know, go on. Yeah. For some reason, I haven't gotten any from that. I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know oh. what the problem is. <laughs> so um, tell us about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? Uh, so I'm, I've been referred to as the kid, uh, you know, the kid that just shows up at things, you know, so funny story about how I got, so the HVAC thing. So I kind of figured out in middle school at some point, I didn't really want to do an office job, you know, like I sit in the office and just go to the same place and send the emails, you know, like, oh, I like you, like it. I don't, I don't sit in the <laughs> office. But, uh, you know, I, I just kind of wanted to do something with the trades and I bounced between electrical and, you know, possibly even plumbing and stuff. And I, I found actually, so I, when I was younger, I watched uh, how it's made a lot because I enjoyed like the how things were put together and all that stuff. But then I found uh, HVACR videos. I believe his name is Chris Stevens. He's uh, a pretty big name on there. And I started watching him on YouTube before I had any idea what HVAC was, you know, what any anything to do with it was I just thought it was neat he, he has this big big picture diagnosis thing where it's not don't get appliance fixation it's it's it might not be the refrigeration system there's airflow there's the box they're propping doors open they're should not change fill. you know there's a lot of pieces a lot of things people think are problems are actually symptoms and I really like his approach to that and so I, I kind of found HVAC was this neat middle ground between all of the trades because you have to do everything to be in HVAC. I mean, you're doing plumbing for drains, you're doing pipe fitting for gas, you're doing refrigeration work, you're doing welding, soldering, brazing, you know, I mean, if it's a trade that exists, you're metalworking, you know, you're doing it all in HVAC. And I liked that, that it's, you know, a very diverse environment and you have a lot of different things you can choose to do. Um, and then I, I kind of found, as I started looking into HVAC more, there was a lot of, uh, bad work being done. You know, there's a lot of guys out there that do really bad hack together stuff. Um, and I, I kind of wanted to make it my mission. I realized with, you know, once I started growing on social media that I could help to eliminate some of that bad work. And that's, that's kind of what I'm working towards now. But the, uh, funny story about me getting on Instagram is I actually, uh, my dad didn't know I had Instagram until probably a month ago. Um, cause he, you know, when I was younger, more, he's like, more you of know, a TikTok guy, I'm guessing. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Actually, he still doesn't even have a Facebook. Like he, <laughs> he's that no social media. But anyway, he was like, you know, when we, my sister and I were younger, they were like him and my stepmom were like, no social media. Like it's only bad things on social media, whatever. Well, during COVID, I was like the little rebellious teenager. Like I'm just going to make an Instagram. And at the time I was doing a lot of audiovisual stuff and I had made a lot of friends on there, but then I, I kind of wanted to move towards more like the trades. If I met um, Chris, AKA lower 48, who I'm now actually doing some work for um, real nice guy. But so it's funny. I've been kind of, I, I don't want to say hiding, but my dad hasn't known about my Instagram for the past 
almost four years, I think I've been on Instagram because I started when I was a freshman in high school in lockdown, you know, COVID. And uh, I was kind of like hiding it from, and I somehow managed to go to AHR without him knowing. He's like, are you going to know anybody down there? I'm like, I might, I might know a couple of guys. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like a guest at a couple booths. You know, he didn't know. Um, actually, I almost went to AHR in Vegas with him for my birthday. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be walking around and all these people are going to recognize me. My dad's going to be like, hmm, why, why do all these people know me? But uh, now, now he found out because uh, I think one of our family friends mentioned something about me being big on Instagram. He's like, he has Instagram, and I was like, oh yeah, forgot to forgot to tell you about that one. But I, I mean, I showed him, and I showed him that I'm I'm not posting stupid stuff. I'm pretty uh, particular about what I do post, you know, just for keeping my brand image, you know, you know, my image looking good. And that's led to having some cool opportunities with different companies, uh, like you guys, you know. Uh, versus I've had other kids in my high school get in trouble for posting some of the dumbest stuff you can imagine on there versus I'm and I've had I've had people even in high school that were like why do you post this stuff I'm like because this is my career on here like this is like a resume like and that's the thing is like a lot of people hide their social media from jobs versus I'm like look at my social media like I want jobs to take a look at that and see like what I'm doing and I'm really proud of what I've been able to build on there and what I'm continuing to build um, yeah, but beyond the Instagram, to give you credit, uh, I mean, we, you caught my attention. I'm sure Matthews as well, a long time ago. And for someone as you know, young as you are, you you are you know very articulate. You know, when you've been on other podcasts, you're very knowledgeable for young, you know, in school uh, person. You're very mature for your age, and you do some great content. And you know, that's what caught our attention and why we wanted to spend a little time with you. So you, your dad should be proud. Of what Thank you've you. Done. Yeah, actually, I mean, I, I credit my dad for so in my, you know, kind of more of a personal side of things, my uh, mom was kind of in and out a lot. But that meant I spent time with my dad and I went to work with my dad at uh, we had a towing electrical. He worked for a small towing electrical company that we built harnesses for everybody, Toyota, Honda, you know, whatever. If it had a trailer hitch, we probably built parts for it. But part of that was like I was in a place that he was working. I mean, he was more in the office side, but like I would go out in the shop and help them box stuff up and whatever. I mean, even when I was younger, you know, just helping out at the place my dad worked and that, and my dad never treated me like I was a kid and like, Oh no, no, go sit, go sit on the iPad. And you know what? He was like, you know, you're going to like on weekends, if we would have to come in to finish a job, I was just helping out. And that, that was a huge help to my dad never talked to me. Like I was a little, you know, none of the little baby talks. I mean, he, he treated me like I was an adult. And I think that's really helped me to grow into the person, you know, that I am to have, to be able to, you know, talk with people. I mean, like at AHR, I know I walked up to people and I was talking to, um, I forget what booth I was at. They're like, oh, do you own your own business? Whatever. And I was like, no, 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 I'm, I'm actually, I just turned 18 years old and I'm, uh, I'm just down here because Instagram and stuff. They're like, I thought you were like 25 and owned your own company. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, thanks, but yeah, not, not yet, not yet, but maybe someday down the road. Yeah, maybe someday. And you're probably helping to dispel some of the stereotypes that uh, people of your father's generation might think about Instagram. Um, I know that when I talk to people about what I do as a manufacturer, and I spend a lot an unconscionable amount of time on Instagram, uh, you know, people are like, well. HVAC influencers and content. So does that even exist? And it's like most people only exist in their little bubble. And if that bubble is the Celtics or that bubble is cosmetics or whatever it is, then then it all makes sense to their world. However, there is I don't know hundreds of millions of users out there, and obviously an incredible 
community of plumbing, electrical, HVAC people out there. And uh, you are a part of that. And that's why we're aware of one another. And it's kind of a really nice and positive thing. There's nothing untoward or subversive about this. And mostly the community is so uplifting of one another. It's the thing that I most really like about being able to interact with people like Mike Flynn, like Ben Thompson, uh, ben Poole from HVAC Tactical. It's always about doing good installations, professional, making it work, making it, uh, you know, working smarter, learning the ins and outs of the technical stuff, and really just doing the best work that you can and being the best person you can in a lot of ways as well. And it seems like you've got a good head start on that because you're already entrenched in that. And clearly your father has also instilled some of that into you as well. Yeah. And the, the big thing, like talking about that community aspect is I, I don't even know if I would call it a community. I'd call it more of a family. I mean, sure. I know if I mean, if anyone ever needs help, there are people want to help them, you know, and, and also, on the other hand, if there are bad people out there, they get called out and they get, you know, you, you can't be you can't be screwing on them. If you're screwing people, you're going to get called out on it and you're not going to be doing that anymore, Absolutely. at least on Instagram. And I mean, I know there have been times I was dealing with some stuff that I, I needed some some help, just somebody to talk to. And there were people there, you know, there's always people out there to help. And I, I enjoy that. And even beyond just the personal side, technical stuff, if I, if I have a question about Mitsubishi mini splits, I know five different guys that just work on that stuff or, you know, boilers or, you know, what, whatever it is. So, there are so people out said, there who are your go-to guys that you, uh, that you go to for certain things? Um, so if it's plumbing, I usually go to uh, tap, uh, you know, good old uncle tap. Uh, oh, boom the plumber. Travis, Travis is the best. I was wearing a TAP sh plumbing and heating shirt the other day. Um, uh, Viking pipe fitter, you know, if it's press related. Going right to the source. Yeah, Colton's a good guy yeah. too. All those guys are great. And, you know, if I can't get a hold of him and it's something I really want to know, I can try and message Becca and she'll help. But, you know, <laughs> um, and then, I mean, I, I have... Uh, for HVAC, I mean, it's it's all the big guys: HVAC Strong, Jeff, uh, Mike Flynn, Tool Pros. Tool Pros has been has been somebody that's helped me out from the beginning. He actually gave me when I passed my 608, he gave me my first set of manifolds. It was an old set of Testos that he had. Nice. And that's he was like, go, go ahead and have these. Um, and his wife have a great heart. Uh, they're they're doing some really incredible stuff. Yeah, uh, Tim Destacio HVAC. If I have any questions about design, uh, designer engineering stuff, he's the guy to go for anything ACA, anything like that. Um, if I need anything related to venting, there's this Matthew guy that I that I typically reach out to. Um, the, 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 the safe venting godfather. Uh, yeah, over yeah. The, the safe venting enthusiasts are, are out yeah, in the yeah, yeah, out there. Yeah. Tactical. Actually, HVAC reefer guy is a guy that I reach out to. I talk to all oh, the time. And I know uh, last uh, last year when I was in school, I had a bunch of I had a big term paper and a bunch of stuff going on that I hadn't posted anything on Instagram in like three weeks. And I was sitting in study hall and I got a call from him. And I was like, I was like, hey, I'm in school. I'll, I'll call you back. You know, when I get out. And I got out of school and I called him and he's like, hey, I just hadn't heard from you. The last I had heard, seen you post was like something for prom or whatever. And I was worried, you know, that something happened or whatever. And I just want to make sure. And I was like, that's when yeah, I realized that Instagram so cool. is really more than a community. You know, you know, it's. I know that you could probably ace these tests yourself, but that's a pretty good resource out there to have. Uh, you know, go to some people who've got like decades of experience combined, hundreds, cent uh, centuries of experience. Yeah. <laughs> Like Mr. Mike Flynn, can you, can you write this essay for me? Well, <laughs> yeah. hopefully we're not going that far. <laughs> Why I like boilers by Mike Mike Flynn. Um, <laughs>
<laughs> in this essay, I will explain the four reasons why boilers are the superior heating. I'm sure that's not exactly what your course board, uh, course load is like, but I am curious. No. I'm curious of the titles of the classes you're in and what's the type, what is it, what's it like? How much hands-on, how much textbook, et cetera, et cetera. What's, what's life like for a technician who is uh, studying right now? Well, so this school is kind of interesting because it's it's an accredited university. I'm going to come out of here with an associate's degree. So last session I had gen eds. That was my first session here. And those were, you know, general education class, psychology and something else. And I didn't really, you know, I slid through with an A. Like that, that's, that was my goal. That's but not the, what you're um, not interested in. You want to get to the to the beefy stuff that you're interested in, but you have to have those, uh, you know, foundational classes. That, yeah, they, that... they mix them in there, which is not, you know, that way you don't have to go full on just all the gen eds and then so i'm in the, the tech classes now and um the the biggest thing that i found is when i was given the syllabus for this class which is service and procedures one and i looked through what sections we have to read from air conditioning and refrigeration technology i read them about two years ago yeah i've read i've read a decent chunk so i work with a company called measure quick i don't know if you know them I'm, i run part of i help with their social media stuff and they uh we're, we are a uh take like the smart probes you know like the little probes you put onto a refrigeration system and bring them all into one app and help you with diagnosis and troubleshooting. It ties in with apps like Service Titan and stuff to keep track of all your jobs and, you know, verifying what's working and stuff. Um, but when I first started helping out there, I was given this giant blue textbook by my boss, Jim Bergman, and he was like, hey, he highlighted these chapters. And I mean, this guy's like HVAC Jesus. I mean, he does like measure air measurement like you wouldn't believe like i mean and he can do like if you give him like refrigerant pressures and whatever he has it all memorized like in his head it's uh, it's so crazy it makes me think he's changing condensates to wine yeah uh pretty pretty close <laughs> <laughs> you're right in a rare uh, in rare form today i'm uh, i just came back from that festival i'm still feeling pretty good uh, uh yes <laughs> i was out yes, your way in the mid in the midwest this weekend so but yeah, he uh, he gave me this book and was like, read these. And I'm like, well, this is the guy who I've listened to on a bunch of podcasts and seen mentioned in a bunch of stuff. I should probably do what he says. And I, so I read it and uh, and now I I'm coming back to it and I'm like, oh, well, I've already read all this. Yeah, I might, I'm just like skimming through to double check some things and, and getting through. So this first class is going to kind of be, you know, just reviewing stuff. So did you um, read that? I, you read that stuff for pleasure is what you're saying, essentially, or not for pleasure, yeah, but it was it was yeah, up your Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. I'm weird. I mean, I have sitting next to me, I got another book that I, I read for fun, the uh, National Electric Code 2023. This is good for some some bedside reading. That's some heavy reading right there, man. That seems like uh, something that would cure insomnia instantly. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, <laughs> it's actually shocking. Were they, was it tabbed like that, or did you tab it? Oh, uh, yeah, I'll show you. So this book is so, so insanely thick. All the pages are very thin that we, we put these tabs, and they're three rows deep. Wow. If you can see that, or four rows in most cases. Very impressed. That's but the really nice thing is, um, the nice thing is these help you. Uh, if if I'm looking for something, I can just tab right to. Because otherwise, I mean, this book is, uh, well, it's broken up into sections, but the last one is 70-835. So that's 835 pages into section 70, which is. Do you, a do lot. you think that local inspectors are reading it as in depth as you are? Uh, well, I mean, I don't read it as in depth. It's more of like spot, you know, if I'm curious about something, you know, Check I'll look at out. it and I, I've just kind of flipped. Well, so I, the reason I got it was, uh, out at the County fairgrounds, my uncle used to work as an electrician and I met the County electrical inspector out there. He was like, Hey, I have these classes that I host for contractors to renew their licenses, but if you want to come, you're more than welcome to. So I've taken, 
uh, code classes on transformers, uh, pools, and water safety with electrical, uh, basic home electrical code updates, you know, anything with uh, with the, and I, I like the way he ran his classes because we would all have our code books there. And like, I bought one on my first class and he would be like, Hey, you guys are the ones working on this stuff. I'm the one who has to interpret this code. What do you guys think about this? And it was more of a, we'd have a discussion back and forth on, and I, I liked that as a, I like classes yeah, that are more like that. That's not most, uh, you know, code officials are not going to approach it that way. Or yeah, and he said, he's in the field, he won't do that. But since we're sitting down having a discuss, you know, if you try and argue with him in the field, he's not going to do that. But he said, since we're in a place where we can discuss, you know, what do you guys think about these changes? Do you, and because sometimes the code is somewhat vague, you know, there is some interpretation yes. there. Yeah, we, we live, we, we walk, yeah, we we walk that, that battle every day. Yeah, right? we walk that path <laughs> every day. Um, you should see some of the, actually, you know, knowing, knowing you and, and your, your, um, and I use this as a compliment, bookish approach to some of this stuff. Uh, yeah. you know, there's, I, I, there's a specific couple of slides I want to show you from our accredited Aspie presentation. I'm sure, I know you know Aspie. Um, so I don't I think, actually. Uh, Society of Plumbing Engineers. Okay. So yeah, yeah. We, have a, you know, we have to submit and it has to get approved and it's it's a, not a sales presentation at all. It's technical in nature. It's, tech, it's, it's for plumbing engineers. It's an accredited course. Right, you get CEUs, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah. there's just a couple of um, slides that really focus on the vagueness and the creative interpretation of language that allows for um, you know less lesser grade uh, polymers to be used in in unsafe applications. Let's say. Well, and I have to say, while while speaking of the unsafe thing, is um the fact that PVC is still being used so widely is crazy to me. I mean, I've seen cases where a, a system's been in for, you know, 15 years because these high efficiency systems are coming up around that age. I mean, that somebody bumps into them and the PVC just shatters. Yeah. I mean, That's it's, what we fight every day is bringing awareness to that. And it's it's not good. And I mean, I, I don't think enough people and there's I mean, there's still states like Ohio is still perfectly fine with you putting in PVC. And most it's contractors I know don't don't even know that it's a problem. Cause they just slap in the furnace and walk away and that's that's or i see them venting too close to windows you know I, i'm the safe venting guy you know it's i i see i see them putting vents in ways that i'm like no you can't do that so i mean obviously those mechanical codes have a lot of that written into it how close does an inspector scrutinize i mean some of those systems that are completely unsupported or pay no attention to clearance to combustibles and stuff like that are still approved, which um, I mean, I think maybe federally, I don't know if this is maybe a critique of our government, let's say, but I don't know if those guys are emboldened or, or how trained some of them are at times. I mean, obviously there's very sharp ones too, um, like the folks that uh, our friends in Alabama work with, you yeah. know, are, are ready to accept new information and, and stuff. And we've actually got some code enforcement and of all places, very progressive Alabama. Um, but that has to do on the strength of, of the engineers we have working down there uh, at some of our, you know, some of our associated, uh, you know, manufacturers firms that we work with. But um, I mean, sometimes people just don't know. We, we've, I go to the NISBOC conference annually. That's the New York State Building Officials Conference, let's say. The Building Officials Conference. Now there's civil engineer guys there and people who have, who have nothing to do with mechanical rooms, but I, I have had to discuss you know, UL 1738 with some of these folks that they just didn't even know what the relevant standard was, um, lest they even know what's on the books in New York State. And I think uh, New York State is ICC 2018, I think so. which specifically calls out, you know, venting standards and what should and shouldn't be used. 
But like like the NEC book, right? The, you know, these books are so massive. These officials, you know, can't be experts on everything. So that's what we try to do is bring awareness. So what, what do you think would be good? So, so you are um, the future of the trades here. And obviously you have a handle on exhaust flue temperature and things like that, that, that make other polymers not as safe as, uh, as polypropylene. What would, how, how should we approach inspectors? How, how should we approach people like yourself who maybe not, uh, not as educated to share that message? Well, the, the biggest thing, uh, one of the bigger things I think is there are states like Ohio doesn't have HVAC inspectors. Like they're just, there aren't dedicated inspectors and that's, and that's rougher. I know there's places like, I know uh, PS, the plumber, I think was talking about somewhere near him. Uh, there was an inspector that was hired that he didn't even have his master's license. And he's like, how can you tell master plumbers how to do things when you haven't like I know the electrical inspector near me he is very good he worked as an electrician for a very long time and when he doesn't know things he has other inspectors he reaches out to to make sure that it's as safe as possible safety is his thing above everything obviously you know that's that he's making sure that it's it's going to not not shock anybody like that's his whole you know thing um no harm right yeah yeah oh, the hippocratic oath yeah yeah so yes the plumber of course is chris armstrong yeah, the legendary and let me tell you if somebody is qualified to be an inspector and also run a part supply store and, and a trainer those, and and oh my god i i and teach and what I did a, uh, we, me and him hung out at Wind Supply in, in Kingston, New York, uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And I, not only is he a celebrity inside that place, everybody walked through, wanted his autograph, a photo with him. You know, he had eight by 10 glossies. It was amazing. But he knew <laughs> every component in that store. I mean, the Wind Supply counter folks were going to him and he was like, yeah, that's like, a, you know, that's a bin A74 over there. Just go back. It's next to the other <laughs> thing, right? I mean, he knew every part in that store, how they worked, how it got together. Um, I mean, and I mean, he's just also a super cool guy, too. I, I know you have kind of a you have a good relationship with Chris. And uh, yeah, Chris walked me home every night from AHR. Yeah, we went, to, di we went to different parties. Well, well it's, it started at the tactical words. I was like, hey, I'm just down the street. I'm considering getting an Uber, but I, I don't want, you know, I'm I'm a. I was I was a week into being 18. Wow. <laughs> I was like No, no. Yeah, and, uh, no, that was last. This is this past Atlanta? Month. This past. Yeah, Atlanta. I was I was at um at, at the tactical awards and I was like, "Oh, I got to go home, but you know, I'm going to I don't want to walk." I mean, it was only a couple blocks, but still, you know, it's it's I'm scared. I'm in a big city. I'm not from a big city. You know, I was like and Chris was like, "I'll walk you home." And Colton wanted me to like hang out and talk and Chris was like, "I want to go to bed. We're walking home now." Yeah. <laughs> so he walked me back that day. And then the next day was, whose party was it? Oh, uh, Taco. Taco party was, and uh, it was a funny story from the Taco party, actually, speaking of HR. I met Omar the plumber. Legend. And I walked up to him. I was like, Omar, you know, it's nice to meet you, whatever. And he was like, oh, yeah, I got I to gotta run to the bathroom. I'll be back. And I was talking to a SoCal plum guy, Mike Prinkavage. Sure. And, uh, and we were talking, and uh, Omar comes back over, and he's like, oh, do you know? And he's like, I thought you were somebody's kid. <laughs> but then that night of course P well we went up to uh we hung out with gorbot and omar and a couple other guys and at impetus you know the whole the Beast, whole gang canadian squad there yeah the a team uh or i don't know if they're part of it but you know what i mean the the, the well, people impetus up north is his own team <laughs> yeah sure. yeah but you, you know the people up north um, yes, but then we uh 
I, of course, PS walks me home that night with Omar. And then uh, the next day was I was at Top Golf for RLS, but I hitched a ride with uh, oh, what's his name from California, uh, the real crazy guy. Uh, <laughs> the real crazy guy, mustache, big mustache. No, um, no, um, crazy guy. Oh, P E H V A C, Roberto. Oh, he's not crazy. Mr. Villa Gomez, another friend of ours. No, not not crazy, but I mean excited. Like he's always he's always pumped up. Animated. Animated. Not animated in his posts in any way. Oh, he's very energetic. Very. Yeah, but it's not like over the top. No, I think are over the top. I, I think you mean energetic. Yeah, energetic. I mean, he's always excited to show off, you know. And I mean, he's got these big ideas about how to do things, and I I love it. Yeah. Yeah, he's um, he's awesome. That, um, he's we had him. It's funny you, on you're, the on the podcast. We you've named you know how many people that you we, we've talked about that have been guests on this show already. So we you know we've had um so we, I've done lives with with Chris, but uh Mike and Jeff have been on the podcast a couple times. Colton's been on the podcast. Uh, Ben from HVAC Tactical's been on the podcast. Those go back um, a couple years now too. Uh, the PEHVAC Roberto Villa Gomez was not too long ago as recent, well, yeah. 2023. I mean, uh, Impetus is. Uh, uh, well, Impetus is like we've a, been we've been at his uh, events too. Yes, uh, we're we're actually a sponsor of one of the uh, the hydronic solutions thing coming up here, coming you know in a couple of weeks in um, in Vancouver. It's a, it's a hydronic show in in Vancouver. Yep. Yeah. First time we're doing it. We didn't do it last year, but we found that it was a very well attended, very well uh, organized. Uh, that was a star-studded event last it, year. It was. It will be again. And it is again. It is again. Yes. And uh, this year celebrity decided, Dan Smith will be in attendance. Uh, yes, so. our regional there. Uh, so we decided to sponsor uh, the event. We like to do some of these trade shows. So yeah. we definitely are going to be part of that this year. So and, and Vancouver's a bit far for you in Ohio. However, um, yeah. are you planning to, I assume you'll be in the Midwest come January, February, whatever that is for HVAC Tactical and HR again? Is that is that true? And well, so beyond AHR and HVAC Tactical, I'm planning on on so Chicago is like up you know here. Let me um, cameras flipped. I'm flipped around. <laughs> so <laughs> Lima's here and Chicago's like here, and so I'm just gonna drive. It's about four hours. But then if I swing I down here to Indianapolis on the way back, I can swing by uh, WWETT. Oh, which right. it's not exactly on the way home. But it's not out of the way on the way home. Sure, and sure. then not the opposite uh, yeah, if all goes to plan, maybe I'll be swinging on down to South Beach after that. You know, that's that's ah, kind of a you got your package, I'm assuming. The front man <laughs> uh, took pride in uh, mailing all those out. It's going to be a busy winter semester for you then, sir. Uh, yes. Well, so that session, the, the session that covers that is the January session because we go by six week sessions here. Okay. And um my plan is to hopefully take general education classes and I'm going to take them online. So that way I have the flexibility of being, you know, I might have to run back from my hotel room at AHR to go, you know, take a test or whatever. But I, my plan is to try and make it to make it to AHR, WWETT, oh, and hopefully. I have a, an incredible idea. What's the idea? So I need you to bring copies of, of your schoolwork, your tests and whatnot to bring down. And we're going to pop quiz some of these HVAC pros on Ooh, some of this stuff. So maybe we can, uh, we can put it in one of the games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, put somebody on the spot and be like, here, figure out this the word, this the word kid problem. Like, testing out yeah. some of the uh, the more experienced folks. This NTI so boiler leaves New York City at 300 miles an hour going towards Philadelphia. You know? <laughs> Along the way, it, it picks up. <laughs> so I, we'll we'll talk a little bit offline about that, but I think that would be really really funny. Professor Aiden's that, that corner or something like that, and then yeah, uh, that would be. I gotta write that one down. <laughs> I think that could be a good laugh. Um, I mean, obviously, this whole event is uh, 
about the family element, essentially. Um, yeah. I, I took a, uh, I was chatting with somebody in the DMs as, as I do, um, and they were, I think they're an AC tech, and they thought that that sort of canceled their ability to potentially come down and whatnot. And, and I was happy to explain to them that this is not a full-on commercial for the center of their products at all. It's more of a networking event, a, a HVAC family thing. And, uh, you know, obviously we're going to give away swag and we, you know, it's a big social media event for everybody and all that sort of stuff. So we, you know, of course have some self-serving, you know, elements to this whole thing, yeah, but it's, it's not a sales pitch. You know, there, there, I've seen some other photos from events that other manufacturers that will remain nameless for the moment. Um, and you know, it's essentially like a guided sales pitch for two days. And then I don't know, maybe a baseball game at the end of it or, or something, You're something, giving along, it away. something along yeah. those lines. I'm not sure who did the baseball. I don't remember. I'm, That's not not, gonna... I, I'm not talking about anybody specifically. I'm really not. I mean, I have a few, I, you know, in my head of, of events that I thought were a little, um, less creative, let's say, and a little bit more sales aggressive, yeah. including one that I attended myself that, I, you know, that it's a whole other story. Um, but you, this you're is, you're an course, influencer. I, I've, wow. been, I've been known. I'm impressed. I've been known. Um, <laughs> I put this ugly mug on that, on that Instagram more than I'd like it to. <laughs> you got to film yourself and also be the, uh, the editor and all that sort of stuff. It's a lot, but anyways, this is much more for HVAC fam. And you know, that's why you fit in so perfectly with this. Um, you know, you're already, doing the stuff that people there we go there's it's out there oh my god it's everywhere oh man um i i got this guys too oh that's generation three yeah that's that's v3 right there and actually so we we're i haven't had the time but we are you know in cultivating the the aiden sticker in in coordination do you know how that came about the aiden i do know how that came about do you know how that came about aiden i I don't, I don't fully know. Okay. So uh, we're always very creative in using, you know, marketing tools and different things. Right. So I, one day I started using chat GPT to do some stuff. Uh, you know, I put in and to like improve this. He loves this. This I is a hologram it. of Sakaris right this now. Is, just so I'm you're not aware. here. <laughs> uh, so then I, it's somebody, uh, somebody uh, that I know outside of work and he's like, oh, you know, what's really cool is uh, are, are you allowed to do that? To do a lot to do what? Talk to people outside of work. It happens like once okay. in a blue moon, literally. I haven't experienced it in a long time, so I'm not sure. <laughs> so I, actually, it's my wife is a teacher, as you know. It was the uh, her principal's female, uh, Roz is her name, yeah. her husband, who happens to attend a Taekwondo studio that my kids attend. And we were chit-chatting chit there. It's a long story. Uh, and he's like, I was telling him about ChatGPT, and he's like, oh, dude, you got to get into mid-journey. Mid-journey. So Mid Journey is like a graphical, it like makes pictures and you know artistic yeah. stuff. It's pretty cool. So I was like very impressed with it. So I downloaded it and and I was playing with it and I was watching uh, you know uh, Instagram and you popped up. You know you had posted something. It's a little like multimeter there. And I, yeah. I went into Chat GPT and I said uh, uh, Art Deco uh, multimeter. Uh, with flames and ice and bang, it created that. I, and I was like, that. wow, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, that pretty was cool. one of the first things that I ever created uh, using Midjourney. So I said, you know what, I got to send it to him and see if he likes it. And then Matthew's like, got to put the logo on the bottom. So he did that. So it was my sticker and your logo is just me screwing around with uh, Midjourney. <laughs> speaking of stickers and speaking of 
That's a Matthew uh, Matthew creation there. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. good. We're big, on the, we're big on the stickers here. I'm sure you've seen the um, uh, the Sakaris reels and whatnot. So we'll uh, yes. we'll uh, I will I'll continue to you know I gotta design one for you and and help you out there. Um, I want to use the AI one. However, it, there are some things that make it tricky. It's tough to capture. I, with the, the, the background the is very is very ice. gradient. Yeah, it, so yes. I haven't been able to do that. So yeah. we're gonna talk a little bit off, and I think we might come up with something that's a little bit um more sticker friendly unless yeah. you just want the like a full-on square field which is also or, cir you know, or circular you can do circular yeah yeah it, w it would fit as well so i mean so the, the aiden, options aiden are... the kid uh generation two rev two so close that's coming. that's so close to what his his handle is so so close well i mean it's in there together <laughs> aiden underscore kid underscore av yeah, just yeah, just yeah, so yeah. we're clear here you put that in but there everybody's right? out there everybody's got to know the name and follow my man aiden, i just search so. aiden and then it pops up so <laughs> HVAC aside, what how, what's college life like, man? You know, what bands are coming through in Ohio that you're seeing? So what not you only what college to? is, you know, what what's going on with college. I'm also curious when you finish with college, what's your aspiration? You're a pretty meticulous, planned out kind of guy. Uh, what what's in store for Aiden the kid in five years, ten years? Where do you want to be? So what? I'll start with that just because that's something I've been thinking about a lot lately is uh, I'm considering actually once I finish my associate's degree here, I'm thinking about going ahead and moving right into my bachelor's degree before I head out in the field because I feel like if I say I'm going to go, you know, like, oh, I'll go two or three years in the field and then come back. I don't, I, I want to just, while I'm in school mode, just, and the, the degree I'm looking at getting my bachelor's in is in uh, industry education and technical training. Oh, okay. Um, and because I really want to teach, I want to help improve this industry. I feel like if I work for one company, I'll help out that company. But I feel like I want I want to have a bigger impact on this industry as a whole. And I so feel that that could help me. Yes, or whatever that was. So do, when you're thinking of training, are you thinking of working for a manufacturer as a trainer, kind of like Colton, or that's you, kind of what I'm thinking. But I mean, that's that's a, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I mean, I'm, I've also tinkered with the idea of working for a, a company like a True Tech Tools or United Refrigeration or some, you know, some supplier or some of some sorts and training about a variety of their, you know, I'm developing sure training for a variety to, of their... to get you to do that. Sure. I mean, there's people have made their own careers off this too. And I'm sure you know AC uh, Service Tech. Yeah. Craig. Yeah. Craig. I mean, he was the I think the influencer of the year last year or whatever that was at the at the Pretty tactical sure. I mean, and he what is he doing? But just um basically creating really technical tutorial videos i mean he is teaching um and it's out there on youtube you know and he's he does yeah. an incredible job craig's a really really yeah. nice guy we sat, we sat next to him at the at, at the, the dinner, tactical yeah. awards yeah and the, the reason i'm looking at getting the degree in it is because i i know i i mean i'm you know i'll never stop learning but i i already know a lot about the stuff but i just don't know how to get it to people and i feel like that that degree would really help me with you know getting me to that to that next step of knowing. Well, what um, I think but, is you're building credibility. Not only are you going to school and learning it, you know, learning technically what needs to be done, but you're you're earning, uh, you know, credibility and that authenticity that Matthew and I talk about all the time. Sure. And you then, know, with what you're doing right now, you're you're creating a persona of your own out there, which will help you. Right. And all you need, you don't even need a resume at that point. All you do is put here's your, here's my Instagram and here's my sticker and you know this is what you get and and then that's it. And yeah. then they're gonna be like, all right, sir, um, six hundred thousand dollars a year. Absolutely. Yeah, you're ready to rock. You know, <laughs> sign, sign it right up. And put you right on there. And make sure you yeah. tell you tell him Matthew said six hundred thousand, <laughs> yeah. not penny less. Yeah, oh, for boy. sure. Um, now, but but yeah, college has been uh 
an interesting experience. Uh, I'll put it, I'll put it that way. Oh, let's uh, well, sure. do tell, do tell, because college so, was this is like 15 years ago for both Mike and I. So we're we're 15, uh, yeah, something like that, right? I wish. Um, <laughs> so uh, I I go to move into the dorms and I started a six week session early, so I would get into the nice dorms. Okay. And uh, yeah, the the whole place kind of smelled because uh, it, it was it was people were already living there in because so, there's four bedrooms that served a common area and you know it was just it was just not my fit you know too many people coming in and I mean you know when you're living with a bunch of other people there's people coming in and out at different times and there's you know it was just my roommate and I wasn't a good fit so now we're in a uh, we were able to move into an apartment that when we split the cost comes out to be right about the same as living in the dorms. And we have our own, you know, I have my own bedroom with a nice big closet and a bed that isn't a little tiny, you know, dorm bed. And you have uh, a live fire room in your living room? <laughs> no, no, actually, actually, I, I took a look and uh, when we moved in here, I just poked my head in our little pantry slash mechanical room just out of curiosity. And what's yikes. in there? Uh, sure. There's a, a very old carrier system. Very, very old. Well, they have a technician there. If they if it fails, they know how to fix it. But before you even go on, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I want to touch this life. one. Um, but, uh, before you go on, because I definitely do want to hear more about the college life. This is one of my favorite things that the knowledgeable folks that I'm connected to on Instagram do often. I mean, Impetus does like a plumbing review at the hotel all yeah. the time, and it's it's conditioned me. Like I go to an Airbnb. Yeah, so that that's not yeah, that's the connoisseur plumber when he oh, does that. That's because there's a different pers persona for that. Well, it cracks me up, and because I've seen a bunch of people do this type of stuff where they critique. The, you know, I mean, the other day, I um, I want to say Alex Bischoff of the legendary Howard Mechanical, I think he was just like out to dinner with his wife. I, and I don't know if it was him specifically, I think it was, but he was like out to dinner and he, it's just like an Instagram and he's like, he's, he's taking a video of the ductwork and the ceiling of the, of the restaurant and just be like, oh, I think. Well, they did this pretty well over here, you know. <laughs> my dad, my dad will look at me and be like, what are you taking a picture of? And I'm like, that looks horrible. I'm putting it on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly an unsupported sprinkler system out here. It's against. I, I still haven't posted it yet. So the Ohio State Fair is like a ski lift thing that takes you across the whole, you know, the whole fair from one end to the other. And on top of a the buildings, but b the uh, stands, you can see because you're up higher above all of them. I caught a bunch of pictures of some god awful work. I mean, yeah. There's a, there's uh, on top of them uh, one of the events center buildings. There's three recovery jugs that are just sitting up there with a ladder. Like you can't just leave that stuff out in the open. I mean, I get that it's on a roof, but like it's just sloppy work. Don't leave that up there. That's why that's the, those are the shaming posts that I really like with well, the anonymous ones, let's say. I mean, the people yeah, who like, um, I don't know who did this, but let's as an industry agree to just not <laughs> like can we don't we're, we're do not that? call you out on it, but don't do it again. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh my god. So what else is going on in college life, man? What's uh, you know, and or and just in general, the stuff that we, you know, we we've talked a lot about the trades, a lot about HVAC. Um, we've taken up a lot of your time already, and we usually close out with, you know, what are you doing when you're not HVACing? You know, what are you listening to? I mean, I know that you're probably you say I don't really do music. All I do is, you know, technical podcasts read, or something uh, like that. I read manuals. I'm a code book. Actually, I'm pretty big into records. I got uh, oh, I got okay. some sitting off to the side. I'm kind of holding my microphone because it's wanting to fall at the moment. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I listen to uh, Steely Dan, who I'm really mad because so I move over to this side of I move over to this side of Ohio, and of course that's when the Eagles touring with Steely Dan are in Pittsburgh, and then over into Indianapolis. I've seen Steely Dan live twice. Oh, they're pat nice. they're 
last tour before COVID and their first tour back. So and, was that um, with the both of them? No, no, just Steely Dan. But then this is Eagles. Well, this is the Eagles' last uh, tour. Um, uh, Walter Becker died. Walter so. Becker died back in the early 2000s. Uh, really? Oh, is it that far back? Okay, so so you, so just Donald Fagan though. He and he just tours yeah. past Steely Dan. Um, they've also, of course, some of their legendary like studio guitar players have also passed over the years as well. Yeah, but I've seen uh, I've seen him, uh, Christopher Cross. It was an awesome – I've seen him live twice. He came back through my town two times, and I was like, I'm going to see that. Uh, Al Stewart, if you know who he is, like Year of the Cat and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah I know uh, that song. Yeah, yeah so it, I saw, like, last minute – I was like, I only know, like, two of his songs, but tickets were cheap. And it was actually the night before I went back to high school for my senior year. And my girlfriend and I were out – I was doing some last-minute school shopping, and uh, – we i was like hey let's see if we can go to this and my dad was like you just have to be home at a reasonable time and the thing is i showed up and because al stewart isn't a big a name that most people know there was only like 150 of us maybe in this venue and i had decent seats and he was just like having a conversation with the audience like in between songs it's one of the coolest concerts i've ever been to just because it was this this old guy who plays guitar that like he was like i mean he's a solid guitar player and stuff but like i mean he it was just cool to be in a small venue you know with any artist um I went and saw Weezer at Blossom Music Center. I don't know if you ever heard of Blossom. I, we were out on the lawn, got like $30 lawn tickets hanging out. Um, Billy Joel, I went and saw in Pittsburgh. And a, an interesting thing about Billy Joel back home, I was working for a case company that a friend of my dad's um, owns. And uh, we built flight cases. And we actually, uh, David Rosenthal, Billy Joel's keyboard player, sent his keyboard case to us to get torn apart, refoamed, new handles, new latches. Um, and then he, he was like, oh yeah, they going to Pittsburgh to meet back up with him. And I, I went to my grandma and I was like, hey, you've always wanted to see Billy Joel. He's in Pittsburgh. And she's like, he's in Pittsburgh. I was like, yes. So we went and got him. <laughs> we went down to see him. And it's just crazy seeing like, up. I, I mean, we stayed around after because we were traffic's going to be a mess. When, you know, So we were like, we'll just wait here a little bit. And I saw the case that I worked on like roll yeah, out onto oh, the stage. And I was like, oh my God, I worked on that one. Um, very cool. But that case coming to nuts things that would come big schools and stuff. Uh, and that's still, I still do some AV stuff with that. Um, but like I said before, listening to records, um, actually I got sitting here. I'm a, uh, I don't know if you'll be able to see him. I'm a track field and cross country official. Sure. Sure. Uh, this is my, this is my uh, middle and high school one. And then this is my uh, amateur college and professional one. Um, and so far I've been, I don't know if you, you ever heard of the MAC conference, American conference, uh, which is like uh, Akron and Kent State and stuff. I worked at their conference championships this past spring. Um, actually, because I didn't have anybody to go to prom with. I was like, why would I go pay a bunch of money to go to prom when I can go to a work a conference championship track meet, which was fun. Um, so I worked I, I worked out there at the, at the MAC meet and uh, I worked, I think, 40 middle school and high school track meets this past spring. I mean, it was pretty much Monday through Saturday for weeks on end and then it culminated in the state meet i wasn't working down there i was just down there to hang out and i have to say that the ohio state track meet is like nothing i've ever been to i mean the energy and the and i do it because i love the and i you know it's funny to say this because i i'm not too far from when i was one but the kids that we get to work with the athletes we get to work with um is is why i do it and it, it's it's such an awesome experience getting the, you know their hard work turn into the one one girl down there excuse me she uh had she won four events set state records in three of them and single-handedly won the team runner-up trophy she was the only person in her school and she won the team runner and it was 
Wow. You know, getting 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 to shake her hand and talk to her for a minute. I mean, and she's going to Cincinnati, I think, as a heptathlete, pentathlete, something like that. I mean, just the track and field is I, I was never good at running, but now I do a lot of the timing work, uh, be it cameras or chip timing. That's actually what I'm going this week. I'm going home for my county fair, but next week I'm going back to uh back to Tiffin, Ohio to to time a big meet of uh probably like seven, eight hundred kids running that day between middle school, high school, different divisions. Uh, but I'm quickly growing as a track and field and cross country official. Uh, that's, that's one that track and field, like, and it's funny because in seventh grade, I ran track and I hated it because I wasn't good at, you know, when you're in seventh grade, if you're not immediately good at something, it's, you know, why do it? And, uh, by my senior year, like I said, I'm full, like in the spring, I shut down my life for track and field. And I was like, it's fucking back. I got, we got those little, you know, like in school when you made the time capsule, you got back your senior year. I don't know if you guys did that. Like when seventh grade, we made these little time capsule things and I wrote on the front track socks and I got it back the day that I was going to work a regional track meet, which is one of the qualifiers for state. I was working out. I was like, it's funny how things come full circle. You know, like I looked at it and I was like, I literally, we had our, we had our last graduation practice at high school. Then we went to, uh, we went to like this big indoor sports field thing for us all to like hang out one last time as a class. And then I had to go change into my uniform to go out to, I had to leave a little bit early to go change my uniform and go out to officiate a regional track meet, which like I said, we qualified kids for state, which is, you know, getting to tell a kid that they're going to state is a pretty cool, pretty cool experience to get, you know, to get to be a part of that whole, that whole thing. But yeah, I mean, I'm, that's pretty much how I keep busy. I like to ride bikes, um, post on Instagram, scroll through Instagram, work. I'm working in the water and wastewater industry at the moment. It goes without saying that everything you do, as one of our regionals always likes to say, you do with excellence. You commit yourself and you fully engage. I, I try. And, and we <laughs> see that. Uh, we see that. That's why we love you. Thank you for being a safe venting enthusiast. Probably the top one out I there. I appreciate. It. I'm glad to have that title. Yeah, man. That's. Uh, I love that you take that. You know, I've been saying that for a little while. Yes. And so I'm glad, you know, it's always nice to, to when, people, when people pick up on it and enjoy it like that stuff. So, I mean, I will, you're, to me, you're the number one safe venting enthusiast out there now. So um, well, I'm gonna, when I do these I'm podcasts, I'm going to have that title. Boys and girls, children of all ages, aid and the safe venting enthusiast tuning in and everyone else. Um, <laughs> welcome to the show. You know? So, um, yeah, go back to cracking those books, man. We, uh, there's a bright future for you here in HVAC world for or sure. really wherever you choose to, to go through. It seems like you, you know, you got your shit together a lot more than uh, I did when I was 18 years old. Um, and, uh, you know, we obviously wish you the best of luck and we'll probably see you in Miami. Keep, keep working. You. The front Appreciate man it. is watching. I, I know. Pleasure <laughs> joining us today. Excellent. We'll talk to you soon, Thank brother. Thanks for having me. Welcome back. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. The August episode, uh, rollicking and fun. Um, Aiden Divalbis, incredible guest. Uh, the yeah. Impetus Plumbing just does the best work. We and our standard back and forth banter here that goes off the rails very quickly. And, and uh, off camera here, it's been uh, I've been busting a gut today. <laughs> it's been crazy. Such a good one. Uh, as always, we have a good time doing this, and it's. I mean, it's a lot of fun. It's, I, it's I, for enjoyment, mostly. A lot of, somewhat is. I mean, I know that people like it, though. So yes, we, we do get some good shares and some good comments on it. People are we enjoying do. it. Um, so we will continue to do so until it doesn't entertain me anymore, at least. <laughs> <laughs> Poor me. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's been, we're coming towards the end of the summer, obviously, March towards the heating season. We've got a lot of irons in the fire <laughs> here. A little, like, projects uh, up the wazoo. 
and you know just amazing, you know, lots and lots of growth going on here at Central Therm. Lots of onward and upward digital revolution in a lot of ways. Yes, yeah, a lot of projects, and it's good to be putting some of those behind us, like our ERP system. Our move is in full swing now, doubling the size of our building thanks to all of you out there. It's been a crazy, uh, crazy busy summer. Yeah, website, PIM, CRM. I mean, this is all the behind the scenes bullshit that you know more or less does you know will really bogged we'll, a lot of us down this year. Well, it. Will, the, the goal, of course, is that anybody listening to this here um, only sort of benefits from it without Absolutely. really any of the, the speed bumps or the obstacles or the legwork or elbow grease behind the scenes. And I mean, there's no doubt about it. I know I know our CEO, there's been times in which he's been doing 80, 85 hours a week, um, handling a number of different things as we manage a whole host of connected stuff that thankfully I don't have anything to do with. Whew first for me here at Central Therm to not be involved in some projects, I got to say. Uh, well, you are the little well, page. Well, yeah, 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 yes, but the, the, the big ones that Joel's working on oh, yeah, that's, are the building move and he's obviously involved with the ERP and those are two that I'm sort of on the outskirts of, so I'm very grateful for that. Um, I know you're sort of, you're more involved than I am, but not. Tangentially on that, right. but now, now with, honestly, with the heating season coming, we've got, you know, CRM coming, marketing automation coming. You know, our plate is going to be filling up. Uh, well, it already is. Yeah. Uh, trade shows down trade shows. here. Um, we got to talk about um, Squid Games, AHR, all that stuff is coming. We yeah. look forward to seeing all of you out there. Interviewing people for additional roles we're generating. We had a great interview this hopefully. morning. Hopefully, we got an, a new announcement from a applications perspective. So, we're working on that. So a lot going on here at the Therm, as we say. The Therm is, uh, it's it's busy. It is indeed busy. It's busy. And so with that in mind, let's, uh, we can wrap this one up a little bit earlier than normal because we've already been laughing so hard. <laughs> That's some of the ridiculous shit that goes on here. I got, yes, indeed. God only knows. <laughs> so we've spent more time like chatting and laughing off screen than uh, we've been on screen here. I might have to share it. We'll see. Some of this has been recorded. So we'll, we'll uh, see okay. how well we uh, uh, want to do with that. Be careful with what you share. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it depends on how much I do I want to edit this. This is the yes. this unadulterated, get the full stream of consciousness here. That Indeed. would be entertaining to people, I think. Uh, for sure. I mean, as I, 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 entertaining to me at least, which is generally my top priority. As, yeah, you, as yes. you know, my, yes. my favorite comedian is myself. <laughs> Okay. I'm the funniest guy I know. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I'm not going to comment on that. I will pass. You are funny, but I don't know about the funniest. I'll take it. Okay. I'll take it. All right. We'll catch up with you guys in September. Onward we roll to the heating season. And uh, remember to vent safely. And uh, have a good Labor Day. And uh, we'll see you soon. Ciao.